I'm just back from Vegas with my son, and the Bucks lose to the Pacers. Let's talk about this one. Let's go. Lillard, step back three, on the way, got it! Damian Lillard, welcome to the Cream City. Game time has arrived. You're listening to the Milwaukee Bucks Beat, sponsored by Hungry Lion Productions Video Production Services. Video production from start to finish. Hire them today at HungryLionProductions.com. And now, here's your host, Michael Edwards. Bucks lose in the semifinals of the in-season tournament in Vegas, 128-119. A very winnable game for the Bucks. Completely disappointing game. Bottom line, Pacers wanted this game more. Let's hear from Giannis about this game. We have to be more organized. We have to be more. We have to know what we are trying to get down the stretch, you know. And at the end of the day, like down the stretch is about effort, man. It's about effort and attitude. Like you have to go out there and take it. I feel like the Indiana team. That's what they did. They crashed the board. They got offensive rebounds. You know, they got to their spots. They played great defense. You know, got deflections. Like at the end of the day, like nothing's going to be given to you in life. Nothing's going to be given to you in the NBA game. And uh, uh, we cannot just expect that we, we run the play. And because we run the play, we're going to score a bucket. Like you have to execute. You got to cut hard, screen harder, you know, get open, you know, drive the ball, you know, make something happen. And, um, you know, we've done that in the past. Today, I don't think we did it as well. Um, but at the end of the day, like, we have to be better down the stretch. Like, we got to know what we're trying to accomplish down the stretch. I feel like sometimes we wasn't on the same page. And he cost us. And he's right. And this is the first time I'm going to criticize our coach. I was at the game. I saw it was happening. They had no idea what the hell they were doing. There was no plan. It was, hey, Chris Middleton, bring the ball down, which, first of all, I'm like, why is Chris bringing the ball down? It should be Dame or Giannis. And then Chris turns it over. And that's not Chris's game. He's a, he's a wing. He's a, he's a sniper. He's a mid-range guy. Stay in your lane. So I don't really know, you know, why you trade for Damian Lillard. And then, you know, especially in those moments. And then you have Middleton doing what he did. And that's on the coach. I'm not blaming Chris Middleton. That's on the coach. Coach Griff needs to get his shit together. I'm a little nervous that he doesn't know what he's doing. I am. There's been moments where I'm like, what are you doing? I'm a fan. I'm not, you know, an NBA player and I'm not a, haven't been a coach for 14 years like he has been, 15 years, whatever it's been. And I see it and I'm just a fan. I mean, I've been a fan a long time, but, and I know it's easier sitting on the couch, you know, eating your chips and, Saying what I'm saying. I got it. But you need to have a plan. I mean, when it's a close game like that, why are you sitting down not telling your team what to do? I'm breaking down the stats from this. They don't really matter. I'm going to get to that in a second because I'm going to play a comment from Giannis that I did edit down. The only part I edited out was when he talked about the zone they were in. But there's two phrases in this statement he made that I put together. And I'm going to put that at the end of this. But when you look at the numbers, I mean, Bucks. this is a winnable game for the Bucks. They kept the Pacers in it, though. I mean, turnovers were a problem. There were a lot of stupid plays. I don't think Bobby Portis played good in this one. Campaign did not play good in this one. Points in the paint, 
Pacers beat us 72 to 60. That should not be happening. Turnovers. We had more turnovers. It was a combination of a few things. One, the Bucks shot poorly. The Pacers made seven more shots, seven more field goals. But the Bucks made four more three-pointers. And then the free throws were pretty much even. It really comes down to what Giannis says right here. Play harder than us. We just got to accept it. That is exactly what I told my son. We are leaving the game. My son was upset. And he said, Dad, you know, how could we have lost this game? Like, we're better than them. And I said, Pacers wanted it more. We saw the Pacers bench jumping up. We saw those players high-fiving each other. Just the energy. And honestly, the, the Pacers are thirsty for it because, let's just be honest. And, I, and I'm going to be a little mean about it because, yeah, I'm salty. But they've been a poverty franchise. They haven't won anything. They haven't done anything. Yeah, the state of Indiana is the basketball capital, but the Pacers haven't won anything. Okay, they haven't even really been that good. So I get it. They're thirsty for it. I remember, and I know this is an NBA, but I remember in the, the early 90s, when I was, I'm a Packer fan, when the when Favre took over and the fans were like, hey, we're winning. Like, we're thirsty for this. That's how the Lions are in the NFL now, too. And that's where the Pacers are right now. Is they're like, hey, we've we have not been winning and we're winning. So, you know, tip of the cap to them for that. Really, truly. I mean, I definitely prefer them over the Lakers to win, but we're not going to get into that. Honestly, I don't really. Once my team loses, I'm just like, all right, whatever. I'm very salty and I admit it. I am very salty. But ultimately, the thing here that really upset me is we know Tyrese. And when I say we, I mean my wife and I, we know Tyrese Halliburton because he went to the high school my wife used to teach at. We know his brother. We know his family. Great people. Amazing people. That transcends sports. They're great human beings. I kind of told this on my first podcast. I saw Tyrese at a Bucks Pacers game and I was doing some work, some film work. I'm a filmmaker. I was doing some film work at the Pfizer Forum where the Bucks play. And I'd mentioned to one of the security guards, like, hey, can you go on the court and let him know I'm here? And if he wants to come say hi, you know, oh, yeah, he came. He came, found me. We hung out for five minutes. He took photos with us. He recorded a promo. He's a good man. But boy, was I pissed off. And I didn't see it at the game because I was just my I put my hands over my face at, um, when he hit that three. Um, the Dame time mocking. Oh. Man, he mocked Dame. It's not going to end well for him. It's not going to. I get the moment. I get the energy. I get it. He's going to regret that. Dame talks about it. I learned as a as a kid, you know, when you dish it out, you got to be willing to take it. And for as many times as I've done it to people, you know, I can't be upset when um, somebody else does it. You know what I mean? I think that's also... Um, uh, a sign of respect and acknowledgement for, you know, knowing my history and knowing what I do. And, uh, you know, I, I didn't mind it. Um, it was what it was. I just, I've also known that, you know, when you having your moment is, it's important to be careful and to, to be humble when you having your moments, cause you just never know how the tables turn and when they're going to turn. So, um, I respected it. You know, I didn't think we shook hands after the game and I, I wasn't moved by it left or right. He's a better man than I am. Because, oh, it pissed me off. And knowing him, I'm like, what the hell, bro? 
he knows there's so many people because we're from Wisconsin. All the people he grew up with are from Wisconsin. He knows they're Bucks fans. So it hurts. It hurts a little bit more than it would if it was just another player doing it. So that's a little personal for me. So he explained it on TNT like, oh, no, I wasn't mocking him. It was blah, blah, blah. Bullshit. You were mocking him, bro. And you did it right when you walked by him, too. <laughs> it reminds me of and I know I'm talking about the Packers again here, but it reminds me of when people would do the discount double check. Maybe they'd make a play on Rogers and they do the discount double check to mock him. Didn't end well for those people. It didn't. It never ended well. You do not poke a sleeping bear. You don't do it. You just it's not smart. And that shows his youngness and is, is an experience in, in that neighborhood because they haven't had success. There's two sides of this for me. There's part of me that's really happy for him as an individual. But then I'm a Bucks fan and I'm like, mm -mm. so I can see the two separately because I know him. But that got under my skin and the Bucks are going to be playing the Pacers three times in the next 26 days. And we're going to see where those guys are come April. OK, we're going to see who wins the central. Is it going to be the Bucks or is it going to be the Pacers? Can the Pacers carry this from now until April and through April into June? Do you think they can do that? Do you think the Bucks can do that? So that's what Dame's talking about is, yeah, you had your moment. I see you. I'm coming. You're going to be able to compare the first two games against the Pacers to the next three. And the determining event is what happened here. So there's before that game and after that game. You're going to see a different Bucks team when they play these Pacers. They're going to have some extra mustard in their game. Guarantee it. They're going to be diving for balls. They're going to be pounding their chest. You woke up a sleeping giant. Shouldn't have done it. Was not smart. And yes, I'm salty. Say it. Whatever you want to say. If you're not a Bucks fan, listen to this. Yeah, I'm salty. I'm totally salty. But I'm also telling the truth. This is going to happen. Watch it. Write it down. Circle the games on your calendar. There's one coming up later this week and then New Year's Day and then January 3rd, we play a back to back. But the good thing is it exposes some stuff for the Bucks. They can talk about it. It's been leaked that after the game, we can't confirm this, but it's been leaked that post game coach Griff was talking to the team about re the rebound battle, which the Pacers won 51-46. Offensive rebounds, they had three more than the Bucks. The Pacers had 15, Bucks had 12. And defensive rebounds, Pacers had 36, Bucks had 34. So he's talking about that. And apparently some events took place in the locker room pertaining to Bobby Portis. Apparently he said something to the coach in front of the whole team and said, well, you need to have a plan in the final five minutes because you didn't have a plan. So you're talking about us hustling. You need to do your job. Paraphrasing. Obviously, it's not verbatim, okay? And that leaked out of the locker room. Reports I've seen in the press are warranted. But I also think it's not any different than, you know, you're with your loved one and you get into a little bit of a cat fight. Sometimes it just happens. It doesn't mean you're going to end everything <laughs> and it's going to fall apart. Like, it's just humans being humans. So hopefully our coach knows what he's doing. I do have my doubts. I really do. I have my doubts. The fact that the drop coverage was working totally fine. And then he came in, tried to make it better. It didn't work. He had to go back to it. 
we lose Terry Stotts, the offensive coordinator, essentially, for the team. The Bucks upper management may need to uh, be bringing someone in here. I really think so. The team needs a leader. The team needs a coach. Okay, so the team has a leader in the locker room, but the team needs a leader and the coaching staff. And I, I'm not there, so, so I can't say. I don't really know. But I hope that they have that. That's my only concern. So Bucks' next game is Monday. They play Chicago Bulls, who just kind of embarrass them. So the next two games are the Bulls and the Pacers. You got to win these. You got to win these division games. They're really important. And then after that is the Pistons. So you've got three in a row. You got to win these next three. And then you've got the Rockets, Spurs, and then you got the Magic, who we owe them one too. And then we have two at the Knicks. So I think. The next eight games, I mean, I really like to see the Bucks put some stuff together here. These are these are some teams they should be beating. The thing Giannis talked about in his press conference was how when you play in Europe, you have two games a week and you have, you know, four days to practice in between, you know, all those t- times there. And in the NBA, you don't get to practice. You don't. You have to figure it out during the games. And that becomes challenging. And there's a challenge there. And that's something to be said is, you know, obviously you can look at film and talk about stuff, but working through it on the court is something they don't have the luxury of doing. So hopefully they figure it out. I'm sure they will. There's too many veterans on this team to fail, but we're win now. So we got to win now. Bulls and Pacers upped. Bulls on Monday, Pacers on Wednesday, Pistons on Saturday. I think we're going to be okay. I appreciate you. Thanks for listening.